Welcome, friends. This is the Bible Tracks broadcast. I am your host, Mike McCurry. Greatly appreciate the opportunity to be speaking to you today via this radio program. We have a lot going on today. We are going to jump right in. I have an important letter to share with you from over 25 years ago. This is a testimony of salvation from now a brother in Christ. Here's what he has to say about how our tracks impacted his life for the better, for the best, you could say. He says this, Jerome from Bronx, New York says, I received a track from a brother in Christ at my home church. I had been in church all my life, but I had never let God be totally in control of my life. I had never accepted him as my savior. I read that tract and God delivered me from my years of drug abuse when I accepted him as my Lord and Savior. I'm now studying to one day, if it's God's will, to be a youth pastor. My goal, my aim now is to be a disciple maker for Jesus. God has always had a plan and a purpose for me, but it took a while for me to realize it. The key was me admitting that I was a sinner, confessing my sins, asking for forgiveness. Praise God, Jerome. 25 years ago, we received this testimony of Jerome receiving Jesus Christ. Here's a question for you, my friend. Maybe you've been in church your entire life. I don't necessarily care what type of church you are a member of, what denomination you ascribe to. My question is this, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord? Do you trust him and him alone? What are you trusting to get you to heaven when you die? Just like Jerome You could be a member of a good church for years and years and years, but be lost. Friend, don't let that be said of you. Echo Jerome, some 20-something years ago, as I've mentioned before, this kind of a throwback week as we go back into the annals of our history and pull out some amazing testimonies from years gone by. These actually predate, many of you remember, Pastor Mark Smith, the previous host of this radio program. These testimonies actually predate him. They go all the way back to the lifetime of Dr. Paul Levine. I'm so excited to share them with you. We'll finish out the week with one more tomorrow. Before we go too much further, though, we are going to take some time to talk about the enemy. We have been talking for the last three days. This will be the fourth day talking about the enemy of Christians, the enemy of Christ, the enemy of God Almighty. Of course, we are talking about the devil, otherwise known as Satan or Lucifer. We're going to jump into that Bible study in just a moment here. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles. Grab your Bibles. I need you to turn to the book of Psalms, Psalm 119, the longest chapter in the Bible is where we will begin. Psalm 119. I'll join you there in just one moment. Before we do that, though, I'd like to point out a track. I have with me a track called How Can a Person Be Away? This is one of the most popular tracks in Muslim countries, actually. And uh, our contact over in the area of Pakistan, we had the opportunity not long ago to print over half a million tracks over there. So proud of the work that is being done on that continent. But How Can a Person Be Away was one of the tracks that was printed The Bible says in John 14, 6, on the inside of this track, Paul Levine pointed out that Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The Lord Jesus Christ said that. You may ask this question, how can a person be away to heaven? Paul Levine gives an excellent illustration of a firefighter working to save people as a way to explain how a person can be away. If you'd like to read that illustration, if you'd like to read that account and find out how a person can be away to heaven, then I'd suggest you go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org. BibleTracksInc.org. Order this track today, if you would. If you are just curious about our ministry, would like to know more about our history, what we do, how we do it, how the Lord supplies, maybe you'd like to read a recent newsletter of ours, again, visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. If you had uh, too little time to write down that URL, that web address, at the conclusion of the program, in just a few moments, the announcer will come on and he'll explain all of the ways that you can contact us via mail, snail mail, email, through our website. You can actually text me as well. That phone number is 309-316-7240. We have people taking advantage of that about every day. And I'd love to hear from you. I will say this. I respond to every single text. So far, I've responded to every single text that has come my way. I'd love to hear from you. 309-316-7240. Now, let's turn our attention. We are going to conclude our study of the imitator, the perverter, the evil one, Satan, the devil. I'll be honest with you. I don't enjoy this subject immensely. This spirit, this person, the devil, has destroyed so many lives, and his goal is to to destroy so many more. I don't want to give him any fame or infamy, but I do believe God's people do need to be aware of his wiles, be aware of the dangers of toying with him. The devil is not some house cat. No, the devil is called a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. We're in Psalm 119. We'll get to that verse in just a moment here. But we've been talking about, yesterday we mentioned his first characteristic, the fact that the devil is a liar. Jesus called him the father of lies. His goal, one of the best ways that the devil uses lies to his advantage is he mixes truth with error. This is where often cults come from, false teachers. He mixes in just enough truth to make it sound believable. He'll lie about anything, but he loves to lie about the Bible, Jesus's deity, the virgin birth, salvation, and even who he is. Do you understand that if the devil can get us to believe even one of his lies, that he has a grip on our life? He puts his lies in all sorts of media, whether it be television, through your smartphone, social media, magazines, the educational system. The devil is the prince and power of the air. He would love nothing more than to pervert truth with his lies. That's the first characteristic of the devil. Next, he is a perverter. This is just another of his characteristics. He likes to pervert. That means to change something from its intended purpose. There is nothing that God has made. Understand that God is the creator. The devil is the perverter. The devil takes the amazing creation that God has put together, and his goal is to rend it, to tear it, to mold it into something different. Understand this. 
that the devil will do anything in his power to get you just a little bit off of God's will. The devil doesn't need for you to be horribly into sin. He wouldn't really care if you became a mass murderer. I'm sure he wouldn't bother. it wouldn't bother him at all either. But that's not necessarily his goal. Do you understand that the devil doesn't need you to fall into the grossest of sins? All he needs you to do is to take one small step away from where God wants you to be. If perfection is the goal, though we understand we will never meet that goal here on earth, but if our goal is to be as Christ-like as possible, to be as close to Christ as possible, all we have to do is take one small step away from that, away from that aim, and we are fulfilling the devil's purposes. Don't let him pervert your life. He is an imitator. He likes to have people act like they are Christians without the real presence of God. Remember, in the book of Revelations, we won't take time to go there, but the beast and the false prophet in that book are his imitators. He has always had false religions, preachers, Bibles, and miracles, but all false. In the Old Testament, remember, Pharaoh had magicians who could imitate Moses' miracles, but yet they were not filled with the power of God. Let's talk about the devil's appearances very quickly. He has made three appearances in the Bible. First, he appeared in the Garden of Eden. Remember, he was trying to mess up or foil the perfect environment with the lust of the eyes. Later, he appeared in heaven before uh, God accusing Job. Lastly, he appeared to Jesus after Jesus had fasted 40 days. The devil always likes to kick people when they're down, and he always likes to tear at God's people, whether it be coming directly at God himself or accusing us before God. His temptations are always persistent. He doesn't give up very easily. Remember, he tempted Christ himself three times. He will like to use doubt, discouragement, confusion, false teachers, your past, guilt, pride, old friends, hypocrites, jobs, anything he can to keep you away from the center of God's will. Now, understand that these notes that I'm giving you right now, they can be found in lesson number five on the enemy. That is discipleship study number five. You can actually get that for free from our website, BibleTracksInc.org. And I apologize for maybe not mentioning that yesterday, but I'd love for you to access this discipleship study. We'd love to mail it to you completely free of charge. Do you understand that the devil has a pretty good track record against God's people? Remember, he used pride to defeat Saul. He used lust to defeat Samson. Rebellion got the prodigal son. Lust and pride got David. The rich young ruler liked money. Judas was about greed. Eve, the lust of the eyes. Moses had a problem with his temper. Nebuchadnezzar, again, pride. Absalom, rebellion. Do you catch the drift of what the devil likes to do? He'd like to nothing more than to destroy you in any way that he can. Let's be cognizant of that. Let's be wary of that in, in a way that we are constantly looking for. And please understand, I'm not asking you to see the devil behind every bush, but I'm asking you to understand that he is out there prowling. And I'd rather be safe than sorry. Psalm 119 Verse number nine, Psalm 119, nine. Hopefully you found yourself there in the Bible. What are our weapons? Let's talk about it. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? 
by taking heed thereto according to thy word. The two most effective weapons against the devil are the word of God and our testimony. Daily taking time for God's word will keep us filled with holy desires and therefore reduce the amount of service area in which the devil can even attempt to tempt us. Memorizing scriptures, prayer, Ephesians 6.17 says, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Friend, you should expect resistance. The devil would like nothing more than to destroy your life, but God wants nothing more than for you to be a successful, encouraged, vibrant, joyful Christian. I pray that you have a joyful rest of your day. Would love to hear from you. My phone number, 309-316-7240. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.